0: Hello and good day. This is Dr. Rob Streisfeld, Doc Rob, your concierge to better living here at CannabisRadio.com and all over the airwaves, wherever you can find us, download us, share us, you know, that's what we're here for. But most important, we're here to educate and support a better way of life. As you know, my mantra is let's work together for a better today than yesterday and hope that we can all enjoy a better tomorrow than today. And with that, it's something that I, you know, we're in January right now. Happened to be in a Mercury retrograde, um, but that's you know another conversation. But it makes me reflect. You know, January is always a time to get back into wellness and well-being and health and new, you know, yearly resolutions. But it also gets me time to reflect, and I've been reflecting a lot on how I got into really involved in the cannabis industry, and so I'm really excited to talk a little bit about that today, uh, specifically around CBD. Um, and that really kind of allows me to introduce our guest today, uh, Dr. Bao Lee uh, from HEM. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Lee.
1: Hey, Dr. Rob. Nice to meet you.
0: Likewise. Um, so happy
1: to, happy to be on the show.
0: Yeah, it's great to have you on. And again, we're we're a casual show here. We really just try to educate and we really get to the underlying reason why we're doing what we're doing. And I have to say, uh, with CBD specifically or cannabis in general. Um, a lot of the, the buzz started. I got involved with kind of a dial and the hemp extract movement very early on helping to educate doctors and so forth. But a lot of it started with the need to help children. And I think that's where I wanted to you know kind of circle back. So instead of me telling your story, can you just give a quick overview of what got you involved with uh, CBD and H hemp? I know it's a little personal, but if you don't mind sharing, I appreciate it.
1: Sure, no, it's, um, it's personal, but yet, um, I like these platforms to share, um, you know, as a, by the way, a chiropractor for 17 years too, um, did the whole, you know, holistic and, uh, chiropractic movement for half my life, really. Um, I have two boys, um, uh, my youngest son, uh, uh, Andrew, he's 13 now and he was diagnosed uh, to be on the autistic spectrum about two years of age. You know, it's weird, I, we noticed the little quarks and changes about, you know, I thought it was more just uh, delayed, right? But, you know, being, uh, you know, in the medical field, I, I realized that the delay was a little bit more extreme. So we got him tested, it was pediatrician, and basically uh, within 45 minutes he said that, yeah, your son's on a spectrum. And I said, spectrum of what? Right. <laughs> So, so no, no, you know, knowing uh, what it is now and what he's been through, um, at age three, right at the dinner table, he fell over and had his first grandma seizure. Um, to be a father, to, to see your child you know, basically fall over and have a, a grandma seizure was really taxing on me. And then from one to three a day to four to five a day uh, to the point where ER, ER visits were very frequent um, and not knowing how to control those were very, very scary for me. Um, as I uh, developed the, the timing right from his seizures, and now with medicine, um, pharmaceutical medicine, not really helping very much, um, it really just opened my eyes to see what else was out there besides the five different pharmaceutical medications that were helping him really numb the CNS. And uh, I... Uh, Had a few patients in the cannabis industry uh, and they told me, hey, have you ever tried CBD? I go, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) This is early on. Very early on. Right. Uh, Then I went out and got my cannabis card living in California, luckily, and start asking questions and start buying oil, uh, specifically uh, CBD oil uh, and a little bit of uh, uh, cannabis oil to kind of play around with those uh, ratios. And I went home and just really made my own tincture from scratch nice um yeah
0: yeah no i mean this is where a lot of people get started and i always say that it's, it's personal and in a good way i remember you know, when, you know i was in the health field or got into the health field over 27 years ago myself because of my own health issues and digestive issues and i went and became pretty knowledgeable about digestive health and helped a lot of people as a result and with cannabis you know i worked with a lot with autism because digestive health, microflora. Mm-hmm. My, one of my mentors is Donna Gates from the Body Ecology Diet, um, been to Autism One conferences. And then you, so you start to know that community very well and looking at everything from gluten to casein to different inflammatory foods, the different effects that's triggering epilepsy and seizures and autism. And you start going down this rabbit hole of, hey, a lot of it's nutritional basis, but there's still a lot of things medically that we need to do. And I, then I go personally, fast forward with my mom having seizures, um, and saying, well, what can we do? And like you said, trying those five medications that are given to everyone with seizures, but they don't really know how it's working, what dosage Mm -hmm. is working, the interactions or the contraindications. It's a, it's a little bit of a guessing game if you could probably attest to, and then CBD comes into play. So yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I,
1: you know, um, I got into the CBD space and the cannabis space in 2014, because um, with everything, gluten-free diet, and, and understanding his gut flora, and understanding his his what they call triggers, right? Mm-hmm. So every every person has a trigger, and if you have a heightened sensitivity to sound, noise, and light, bright lights, because of your brain is super sensitive, like with a lot of not just autistic children but Aspergers and everything else, right? Um, they they can't really control their emotions, control their speech and fine motor. So with CBD and a little bit of cannabis, delta nine inside his body regiment, it just really slowed down his overactive CNS and brain to the point where he can actually put those connections together. Um, And that was really my, my, you know, if you want to call it the oh my god moment was the time we, we found that an eight to one high CBD, low delta nine tincture with more sativas, Gorilla Glue actually, sativa oil, um, made him sleep through the night. And that was my oh my God moment. That was oh, like, yeah. wow, that plant medicine is what I'm gonna dive into, understand, because you know having a routine where your son goes to sleep, has a night terror, wakes up, has potential grand mal seizure and then do that for months and months and years I mean as a parent i would try anything once right
0: and as a caretaker you're getting exhausted yourself which is affecting your health your mental capability you know health as well and i think that's what i always make an emphasis when we talk about these type of scenarios is yes the children are our focus and i can totally appreciate that but i always want to reflect back to the caregivers and the caretakers to Mm -hmm. also take care of yourself and cbd can also benefit the caregivers and caretakers very well. So I always want to bring that up because when I met the Canna moms, it probably was 2014 when we launched Cannaway in Denver, that was going back a bit. Um, you know, that's what I saw. I was like, they would do everything and anything for their children. And I admired that. Yet they were suffering, the moms themselves, the parents. And I don't want to say just moms because, again, dads too, but like the parents suffer because it's the stress of. I can't do any more for my child and I want to help. So I can only imagine, I dealt that with my mom and it wasn't, wasn't my child, it wasn't many, many, many years. It was still a long period of time where I watched my father get beat up just emotionally and physically, you know, physically too from just caretaking. So I think I just want to make that reflection that everyone's affected, even if one person in the house is the one that's sick. Yeah,
1: that's extremely insightful. Um, I did a lot of talks, um, started a cannabis company in 2015. Um, And for me, uh, when I was talking to parents and doing seminars and stuff like that and sharing just my story, I wasn't, you know, I never made a Andrews oil to go out there and sell it. I was more trying to find an ingredient company, which I had to manufacture myself. And that became uh, one of the licensed uh, manufacturing extraction companies in California. And because my whole premise was try to make clean oil. Test it, no pesticides, no heavy metals and go out there and continue my journey to educate people that, you know, in the tincture form, oil form was the best for my son and and for parents, too. So it's funny you say that because I was actually the guinea pig. I would test everything for myself Uh before I give to my son. And I was like, wow, this is really making me either honestly tired, sleepy or drowsy, which Mm -hmm. is great. Because when you have a hyperactive system, you want to just like mellow out
0: and calm down, but not have that TC euphoria. And that's something that is really key is find that ratio. And you mentioned that earlier. And I find that, you know, I spoke with a lot of doctors, a lot of parents, a lot of patients, you know, and, you know, I hear more and more that a little bit of that Delta nine, a little bit of that THC doesn't have to be one to one, doesn't have to be too heavy dose. Some people like it. Some people don't but that little bit makes a difference. It's, it's that yin and yang balance that, you know, that gas and brake kind of balance. You may still wanna remind the body that there's a little gas there, but you definitely wanna focus on the brake and that's kind of what CBD does very well, so.
1: And, you know, that was very frustrating because being, being a manufacturer in California, I couldn't share any of my products outside of the bubble, right? Um, so then we can always say, you know, high concentrations of CBD, uh in what form factor and then you know they would actually try to find if they were in a state that was either medical and parents have that choice right right um to buy a little bit of uh tc tincture delta nine and then add it to a higher quantity ratio like you said mine was an eight to one that helped my son but it varies per per you know case yeah, um sure. but yeah that's that's an extremely important fact is that you know you can't just go out there and trust everything you see or read, right? You have to try it yourselves, especially if you're doing, if you're choosing to give it to a minor, uh, which is your you know eight, eighteen under or twenty-one under, wherever state you live in. You have to be careful with those laws. But you know, as parents, you, you you try to keep that within the, you know, the auspice of being able to help, and that was oh, the key yeah. thing. Was it helping sure. you or not? Yeah.
0: And and that applies to anyone. In that, regard. I mean, I I did some things. I took some products. From California to mm-hmm. Florida for my mom, yep. that when a time wasn't what well, it wasn't supposed to. But yep. risk was worth the reward for her. You know, as you said, you know, my mom would be able to get you know what? We'll just take a pause. I'm gonna bring that back. I'm gonna go into that story and then talk a little bit more about your manufacturing process. So let's take a quick break. Uh we have Dr. Lee from H Hemp on the call with us right now. Don't go anywhere, we're gonna take a quick break. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for a better living here at cannabisradio.com.
1: When you listen to Blunt Business on Cannabis Radio, you will only hear interviews with industry trendsetters and game changers. Each week, we talk about the important issues affecting the cannabis industry that our expert guests can speak directly to. Invest 30 minutes each week and learn from the best in the business on Blunt Business, exclusively on CannabisRadio.com and wherever you subscribe to your podcast.
0: And we are back. This is Doc Rob, your host here at Concierge for Better Living, and my guest, Dr. Lee. We're talking about CBD, uh, his son with autism, the spectrum in general, and also, again, patients, caregivers. And I was just about to jump into before the break, my mom, which I always bring up in these conversations, you know, um, in the sense that she would be able to see or tell us when she felt her seizure was about to begin. You know, so we were fortunate that she was able to communicate, that she was able to express that. So my dad would walk around with a little kind of like, uh, you know, those straws with the little CBD oil in his pocket. And if she said that right away, zip rip it open under her tongue and nine out of 10 times, you know, she was able to stop, you know, we were able to stop a major seizure from occurring and that's huge, you know, um, and again, I say that to all the people because not every time does it work for people that way or not every product works the same for everyone. And that's the biggest challenge I think we have comparing to, I mean, I know pharmaceuticals don't work the same. I know people that could take a, you know, a five milligram Vicodin and not feel anything. And some people five milligram Vicodin and can't get off the couch. So it all is relative to that. Even many years ago, it was a, 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 a genomics, a med genomics course in Harvard. And they were talking about how, let's say, you know, one out of five kids with autism, with epilepsy that you give CBD actually gets worse. You know, that's a possibility that there's no magic bullet for your magic cure for everyone. But it's the R&D work that you work for your child, to find the right ratio that I'm grateful for more and more is becoming more accessible. You know, I think people are starting to be able to figure out which products and even now there's more retailers. I know there's still online companies this is what i was going to which is quality Uh, because a lot of people we've seen reports that people go online they buy stuff off of major retailers online and then they test it later on it doesn't test to have the milligrams of cbd or it's not as you know accurate i know there's a i I work with a company called cbd emporium which is a retailer and has a website they have a huge vetting process to try to to kind of filter screen help patients consumers not buy garbage But I know that's a challenge. And then, of course, when patients find that ratio or they find that product that works for them, making sure that their supply or the ingredients inside are the same or consistent. So I know you said initially it was frustrating that you had to go get a license and you know extract and manufacture. But I want to say that there's also pros to that, knowing that you have in each product is consistent, that you have that kind of Management control. So, as a physician, I respect that a lot. You know, saying wanting to know where your source is, how it's grown, where it's you know, how it's you know all the ins and outs to offering a product, whether it be your patients or your family members.
1: Yeah, I mean to touch a little bit about microdosing, right? I think that's the key yeah. term that you're trying to describe. Is that when you try something new, especially when it hasn't been regulated by you know oversight uh, and quality, you have to microdose um and there's tons of support out there there's tons of people that people can you know ask like you and i um you know and we like to share that because i think that's the whole thing a a really bad experience is when you're taking too much you don't know what to expect and even the worst experience is that you take something that may not have the right effect on you and then you give up on it right so there's a balancing act right but as parents i never gave up for Uh, what, you know, knowing microdosing to me was like five milligrams, 10 milligrams. Now Mm -hmm. in the CBD space, uh, I think generalization is between 20 to 25 milligrams of CBD um, for a human, uh, for an adult, excuse me, not a human, for an (laughs) adult, would definitely have some effect on you, either anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety, you feel a little bit more relaxed, but um, that's, that's, that's case by case. And hopefully people do reach out to physicians and doctors and, People that you know have experience, like you and I, to ask that simple question: Hey, what do you think my seven-year-old that weighs seventy-five pounds um, and this, this, and this? Because autistic children, most of them are nonverbal. So my son is um, was nonverbal, and now he's semi. So, um, like you said, your mom was communicating. Oh, I feel something coming on. I don't feel well. Um, well, you know, if you're nonverbal, you don't know. So that means what I had to do is make sure that he had enough in the morning throughout the day and at night. So that was the regimen, just like any supplementation regimen, right? You want to maybe load up in the midday and at night, but in the morning, you want to give your body that that kind of that time to get homeostasis and kind of balance because you don't want it all the time in your body, right? You want it just enough so your body knows that when he needs it the most.
0: The other thing that I I always recommend or bring up in these conversations, because when people talk about, I agree, the microdosing term is huge. And I, and you know, one of the things that I'm seeing is I'm grateful for the renaissance of the psychedelic movement right now, because mm. we're talking about micro dosing in a, in a different perspective, but it kind of reflects back to cannabis or CBD. I've always been the one to push back and say, start well. And you're talking about this 20, 25 milligram average dosing. Remember, I was I was one of the groups that started to introduce hemp extract and CBD to the community, to the, to, to the country, to doctors. And unfortunately, at the time, uh, manufacturers or importers or suppliers or brands mm. didn't have a clue about dosing. So of course, it was yeah, hey, more is better, more is better, mm-hmm. buy more because that's what they wanted, sell more. I remember selling those ten gram, you know, those ten uh, uh, milliliter syringes, you know, with, the, mm-hmm. with that crude extract mm-hmm. for like six hundred dollars, and it wasn't really cost. Feasible for most patients, most families, even doctors to resell it. But what they were doing was giving it in smaller amounts and hoping that they would see some effect. And that smaller amount ended up being significant. And even with mushrooms or psilocybin or even acid, you know, you can take such a small amount where you don't even perceive it, you know, consciously, but it's working subcon underneath, you know, know, connecting neurons and so forth. So, I think there's a lot of effect there. um, That I love the, the, the microdosing aspect of it, but um you know people have you know in this society especially right like to go big you know and mm-hmm. uh i, I kind of find that that's fortunately coming back down now where we're trying to find the right dosing for individuals and i mean again i could give a five milligram gummy or thc to some person and they'll be giggly for 20 you know for an hour i give it to a bunch of other people and they'll go that was a tic-tac you know so yeah everyone's unique but i think it's great that you have this you know first of all your own experience and then of course this translates to people that you help uh, as well, I'm sure, outside of your family, too.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, following um, having a license permit to do anything, you have to have standard operating procedures. You have to have, you know, quality control. You have to have lab tests. And that really was, I was trying to drive the, uh, I guess, competition and or California uh, extracting community to say, hey, I'm coming out with like, I'm testing it three times. I'm making sure that what's in it is what's in it, what the claim is, what the milligrams, what we tested, how the procedures. And then, you know, when when canop, canoporolite went wreck and all the, now the standards are really, really high, I you know, I crossed over the hemp industry. I kind of took those same SOPs and the same quality controls over to hemp because the consumers deserve it. You know, if you don't know what's inside and you don't trust that brand, then it's hard for you to trust what you're taking. But if you trust that brand and you trust their, you know, our website has all of our labs for every single product and we have tons of reviews. And, you know, it makes me really happy that, you know, I learned a lot from the cannabis industry for seven years and now I'm moving over to the hemp industry and I'm able to uh, educate people that, you know, there are companies like us out there that understand what you just said, right? Is is the mm-hmm. trust factor, is the test factor, the science, innovation. And and that's why I like to do these podcasts, not to, not to pump my own company, but to let people that are first time trying CBD for the first time or whatever, is to say, wow, there are companies out there that are doing the right steps, doing as much as they can as a brand and company to make sure it's safe.
0: And that's really the key for me and any other health practitioner in general is, you know we want to make sure that what we're giving is safe and that's something that you know you talk about what's in it we talk a lot about what cbd potency or other cannabinoids may be in there but also i want to bring up what's not in there and one of the things that's been you know hitting the 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 the, the, the reels of late which we most of us know about is that cannabis whether it be in the hemp form or otherwise has remediation properties so it pulls compounds from the soil into the plant and yes I have plans, we have plans to use that for good purposes, but if we're not. A- being conscious about it, or if they're people taking shortcuts in their growth cycles or using you know chemicals, they, those plants can in, you know suck up heavy metals and other toxins when they're concentrated or extracted or concentrated, they could actually become more potent. So I always tell people it's not just about the CBD ratio or the, C, the cannabinoids or what's in it; it's what also what's not in there, and all that testing and all that science and all that research is imperative, especially as a healer when we're trying to provide products that heal. And I think that's really a key here for me is Especially on you know this show. And I again appreciate as a doctor yourself, you know, making sure that's your focus of your company and, and, and the information you send. And regulatory claims, like you said, you can't go out there making claims like this will cure this and that'll fix that. I just was part of a big article about does cannabis cure cancer? And I said, first of all, we don't want to ever use that four-letter word. It's just not a good word to use. So let's step back for a second and say, can it be beneficial? Can it support in a therapeutic? protocol, you know, there's, you know, complement other things. And that part is what gets me excited is the future of these compounds in other therapeutics.
1: You you hit on the subject that I thought we weren't going to talk about ever, but the acid forms, right? Everyone's heard that, that article from uh, OSU saying that CBGA and CBDA, you know, is found in the study to help with spike proteins, and it's going to help with viral infections. But hey, I, I appreciate that, but I don't want a, nerd, a knee-jerk reaction where everyone's going to go out and look for CBGA, and people are going to take advantage of that and charge ten thousand dollars a tincture. You know, um, we 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 need to we need to slow down a little bit and educate people that there there might be yes, there there are studies out there and it looks good, but but please don't don't sensationalize this and and charge people an enormous amount of money to get. Ten or fifteen milligrams of CBGA, CBD in their course, thinking that if I take this, I'm um, COVID proof. It's it's just yeah, I, it's I, ridiculous. I, yeah, I I hope for I hope the people are listening in here, consumers or other companies or please do the right thing with this information. It's great information. I'm actually trying to source CBGA, CBDA, and we're gonna do some capsules, help with and, yeah, capsules. Yeah, capsules and tinctures, but at the same time, we gotta keep that price point affordable. Um, So people can actually take advantage of it.
0: For sure, for sure. You know, and I, and I laugh only because I've been advocating for the acids my whole career. Yeah. And especially over the last several years, if anyone goes back to my lectures all over the country and, awesome. and everyone's known that that's been a force of mine ever since I met the Courtney's uh, in Italy in like 2015 or 2014. Mm. So, you know, this has been a passion of mine. And it's one of my focuses of my research center and the research that we're doing, you know, in-house. So, no, that's awesome. I appreciate you sharing that, that, that concern of the industry getting too excited and too hype and selling things that aren't really legitimately be beneficial in that form. Um, we're going to take one more break. we gonna come back and we're going to get some more information, Dr. Lee, about uh, um, his company. where to find out more information about his products. So don't go anywhere. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. This is Doc Rob. your concierge for Better Living. We're going to wrap up our final segment of today's episode with Dr. Bao Lee from H. Hemp. And I really enjoy this conversation. I like when we get into the, a balance of the industry and the science with an underlying focus of healing intention. That's really kind of my core. It's like you got to be a little bit on the business side because we're all, that's part of life. But as a healer, we want to remember where our core lies. First, do no harm. You know, you know. And again, I think the one that I resonate with Moch is doctor as teacher. So um, as I like to educate and support that education, it sounds like you do the same, getting out there, speaking, and so forth. But what? What? where can people find uh, more information? What's the website and some other information about your company?
1: Yeah, um, thanks for the plug. Uh, yeah, so uh, c o is our is our you know website? You can go info at. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, you can also go info at hhemp.co. Um, very simple is it, for for me. It's more innovation and like you said, just research, right? Um, I try to make products that are um, easily known for what's inside of it. Uh, hence, our packaging is very clean. Um, we make sure that. Consumers feel something, or they can expect something from that formulation and also that dose and ratio. Um, I never really made a CBD-only product. I always put CBG with CBD, um, and if people don't know what CBG is. Uh, basically, it's a, a, it's more of an enhancer to CBD. So when you use the two together, you have the entourage effect, and it opens up some more receptor sites so that CBD can come faster. Um, but you know, it's 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 more for me just really educating people that. You know, we are a hemp company based on innovation first, uh, effectiveness second, and trust. Um, And we, you know, like you said, we're—I'm a business owner, so I have to figure out how to sustain my company. But primary is trusting innovation and just just making things that work for people, and and that's really our goal.
0: Awesome! I love it. That's kind of why I wanted to have you on the show today, just to share that. Insight, I'm sure people gonna have some questions for you. want to learn more about your company. Thank you for sharing that website. You know, as always, I just you know the main thing I want people to know is that while I believe in cannabis and CBD and all the compounds and then some, I love plant medicine, it's not a one fix one thing fix everything, not a cure-all. You know, work with your integrative doctors, work with your healthcare community, work with the people that, the parents, the the patients, the dispensaries. This is a community effort to really awaken up to what the power of these plants can offer. Whether it be someone on the spectrum, whether it be someone dealing with you know other chronic illnesses, you know whether it be someone who just wants to feel better, manage their stress. And believe me, mental health wise, stress wise. This is something that's why I point out the caregivers and caretakers as well can benefit. So for everyone listening today, I appreciate you taking the time, tuning in. Dr. We, thank you for coming on, sharing your story and your insight. And we'll have you on again. I'm sure we'll catch up sometime soon. Love to try some of your products uh, personally. And again, thank you for everyone at Canvas Radio for allowing this show to exist and making it happen over six and a half years. Rock on. And as always, I wish everyone all the best in health and happiness. Take care and be well. Talk to you soon.